So I want to, um, of course, remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list, look around the site. You know, this is this is like the best way for us to keep in touch with everyone. We don't own YouTube or any of those other kinds of things. We don't own um, like the, the folks who are subscribed to us and all that. So sign up for the email list. We can communicate with you. You can communicate with us. You could look around the site and find all the, you know, all the different ways you can support us all the different platforms we're on. If you're watching or listening to this and you're wondering how you could join us live, see what we're up to live, we're on Utreon, where Who Moved My Freedom podcast or WMMF um, on Utreon, which is a combination of YouTube and Patreon kind of a thing. So you can support us on there as well as you can watch us and um, a lot of videos going up there, including the regular gun videos that we do. All right, that being said, big shout out to Walther Arms somewhere uh, right there. Walther Arms for supporting the podcast. We appreciate them uh, very much for doing that. Let me load up my pe- What? Where's Chris? Okay. <laughs> Uh, somehow we lost Chris. Okay, <laughs> let me. Okay, we'll, we'll put Devin in here for now. We'll get Chris back here in a second. I'm sure. Uh, let me press the button and let's go for the open right now. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation Lifestyles. All right, guys. Welcome movie. back to the channel. Here, don't forget to hit the subscribe buttons, push the uh, push the up arrows. That's what we do on Utreon. All that kind of good stuff. We're ringing the bell, ringing the bell. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Um, this is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Let's uh, and uh, let's do jazz hands, guys. Come on, let's get those jazz hands going. There we go. Uh, this is episode eight hundred and forty of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. My guests are Chris Lyles of South Carolina Gun School, joining us. Let's see, there he goes, um, aka Santa Claus. A.K.A. Papi Chulo. AKA, uh, can you hear us, Chris? I don't even know if you can. Is he, yeah, I got you. Y'all got me? Yeah. <laughs> He's a little distracted right now. Also, we have Devin of Trench War Chronicles joining us. Um, what up? What's going on? I don't know what your A.K.A. is, Devin. I don't know. Um, I don't have one. I'm the guy know. that moves in the shadows. Yeah, we just I'm everywhere and doing nothing all at the same time. Oh boy. Yeah, we're gonna have to make up uh nicknames for Devin. We'll we'll come up with something here. You Welcome. know what's wild though? What's up? Hank, I've done your show more since I've moved to Atlanta than I've actually done my own show. Oh man. Oh you you are not doing your podcast like you're supposed to be doing. Is that I'm not. I'm working on everything else that we have going on down here. Yeah. But we are officially relaunching it next week. Okay. For sure. Too much partying so, yeah. going on in Atlanta. I'm taking it. You're yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Because yeah. if every, anybody knows me, I am the party animal. <laughs> yep. Right. You hanging out oh. uh, with friggin' Kevin Dixie too much in Atlanta. That's. Hey. hey. That's yeah, what's going on, man. Kevin Dixie's a bad influence. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I don't know when we're getting. I don't know when we're getting Kevin on the show. Did um. Wait a second. Did we have Kevin since we came over to you, Trent? I don't even know. We're going to have to reach out to Kevin Dixie. Lola, let me know when Kevin Dixie's coming. I don't know if we've had him on here. Um, and then... We were, we were all on like a month ago. I remember that. Yeah, but not on Utreon, right? Could we, I don't think could we actually hold up guns? Could I hold up a gun like this 
in those times without getting like kicked off the air. Cause we could do that. That's why we're over on Utreon. We could hold up guns. This is my SIG 560. Hold on, hold on one second. Let's see. I'll show it to you guys. We'll, you know. Me, me and Chris, we got guns. Devin, I don't think he has any guns. Uh he doesn't own any. But uh yeah, well this is my SIG 516 patrol, by the way, for anyone who cares to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't own guns. <laughs> yeah. None. Yeah. He don't why? Why, Chris? Why does Don't ask me, ma'am. <laughs> what do We're you own? What is that way? Show that again. Let me see. I got your full screen now. Uh, MMP with a Surefire 300. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very I will nice. say I have been shooting with Ken Scott a lot since I got mm -hmm. down here too. And I'm like this close from trading in my Glocks for uh, Smith & Wesson's, man. Their new line is impressive. Very really? Impressive. Yes. 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 Very. Oh, okay. No, I haven't, uh, I haven't shot anything, any of the new stuff. Incredible. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I might mm -hmm. have to get my hands on some Smith & Wesson uh, stuff. What do you, so let me see. I, sh I should pull up the Smith & Wesson somewhere. Chris, what are you, so you've, do you have the whole line also? I've just got, no, this is the, just the original M&P. Old school. Um, I want to get the, the next one I'm probably going to look at is probably the uh, Shield Plus. Uh, so, um, hold on a second. Wait, I got to send myself this story somehow. I just saw I just saw a story here that we need to talk about, but um, and then we'll come back to it. Um, what is the name? What's the what's the name of the Smith and Wesson line? We gotta look that up. What M and P series. Yeah, M and P. Is it? Are we at three point I don't know. No, I think they're still there. They're still just on two point Okay, so it's two point so just 2.0 pistols if I'm trying to find it. Yeah, yeah, MMP or MMP uh MMP 2.0 series. Okay. Let's see. So what's Sorry. the big what's the big differences in the the new ones versus the old ones? Let me see. Is this the right thing that For I'm me, up here on the screen? It was the right trigger. Now? The trigger this... was everything. Yeah. Really? Trigger. Okay. Um I put a couple well, yeah, I put one video up on my Instagram page shooting one of their, uh, I think it was their M&P. It wasn't the 2.0. It was, I guess, their newer version of that that's coming out. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, the trigger, the muzzle flip, like, mm -hmm. yeah. I literally was comparing it to my Glock, like, as I was shooting. And I was like, this might be a, this might be hmm. a switch. Hmm. Interesting. I think they made the barrel shorter. I think the original is like a four and a quarter inch barrel, and then they dropped to a four inch. But I don't know what the big deal was dropping that quarter inch on there. Yeah, I'm trying to see, and I'll pop this up here while we're talking. I don't see any big differences just looking at the picture here from the gun. Um, looks uh, Well, actually, there are some differences. I don't know what this is in the slide. It looks like there's some kind of difference in the slide up here from what i remember um okay so folks out there let us know what you think about the uh smith and wesson mmp 2.0s we'll get it you know we'll get into it 
we got no no issues talking about any kind of guns that people want to talk to to us about out there. Lola brought in the MMP shield. Um, I think there is a new shield too, right? Is there a new shield? The, the shield plus they designed it to uh, compete with the uh, Hellcat and the three sixty five. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so so this is the old school. This is the old school shield right here. Oh yeah, the old school. Yep, one. I, I carried one of those for a very long time. Yeah. So I would say, though, don't get rid of all your Glocks, man. You know, you got to keep a couple oh, of no, Glocks. Oh, no, 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 no. I ain't go that far. Yeah. No. At least, I'm, I'm actually training with my Glocks this weekend. Yeah, at least for training or something like that. Now, let me throw up oh, some yeah. – let me share some website stuff with people out there. Um, let's see here. I'm going to start with Trench Rock Chronicles. Boom. Okay, so if you're looking for Trench, I see you got a YouTube channel. Are you putting stuff up on the YouTube channel? Let's go in there. No, not like I should be. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So yeah, not, it's, so it's not really stuff. Like, yeah, it's just a depository from everything that's online. Um, okay. That was one of the funniest memes I have seen and posted in a very what long meme? time. Right here? That one. Yes. This one? Is this, a, is this Duck <laughs> Commander? All of my libertarians. <laughs> is this Duck Commander or something? Why is this so big? Yeah, it's the um, the uh. What do you called? mean there won't be America in heaven? <laughs> and then barbecue flavor conf confusion. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, what, I like so to keep what's it the real balanced on my uh timeline, so I always yeah. take what's, fun. What's jabs. the meaning? What's the meaning of that? Oh, it's just making fun of the uh, you know, the diehard America fans that say okay. that they're Christians, but their religion is really more about America than the Bible. And um yeah, okay. that's really it. It's for my That's a uh, that's a special sect of people. That's not everyone who like believes in America, right? I mean. No, yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's for okay. those people. Okay. All right. The one-sided tribalist boomer types. Yeah. You know, heaven it, everyone has their own view of heaven. Life is perspective, you know. And uh, there's probably a heaven for each different kind, each person out there. Everyone's heaven's gonna look or hell, whatever it is you think you're going to. <laughs> this is this is me. This is me. I don't know, Chris. You look like you want to say something, but you don't want to say something. I, I think no, everyone's I, gonna get I, their I, own I, personal I version. <laughs> I try to avoid this subject, man. It's, you know, cause there, some people get all touchy, uptight about it, and. I know I'm not touchy about talking about religion. I don't. I don't think Devin is. Are you? No. Well, I, I talk just, about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool talking about religion. <laughs> yeah. I respect all religions. This is that's my first principle right there. I respect people's right uh, to religion, whether they believe or don't believe. Personally, you know, I believe in God. I see, like, to me, God is the universe, everything, all the rules, the truth of what everything is. We are just searching for that. That's how I look at it. So. I don't know what that falls under for people. You know, I'm not no, like a Catholic I'm, I'm, or no, Baptist. I'm same way. Or... I mean, you you believe in what you want to believe in. Um, I just feel some people tend to take it too far and can be a little hypocritical. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always had that judgment going into churches and stuff just mm -hmm. because of the way I look and everything. You know, everybody looks at me like, Oh God, who's this, you know, neo-Nazi devil come walking up in here? You know, the whole don't judge a book by its cover, but that's what mm -hmm. most of them end up doing. So 
Oh, you I think most know. people it's are seeing a... you as like a neo-Nazi type of dude when they see you? Oh, dude, look at me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think, think about if me and Chris walked into a church right now. We're definitely getting stereotyped immediately. <laughs> What's going to be your stereotype, Devin? If, if so so Chris like is that, the, he's neo-Nazi. He's a skinhead. And uh, if I walk he's, in looking he's not like very nice guy. Yeah. Going to a church. Yeah, they're not going to look at me the same way that they're looking at anybody else in that church that's already been there. And mm-hmm. the bad part is I can probably talk about the Bible better than everybody in their church, mm-hmm. like specifically about the Bible, not everything else, like the theology that's going on in the Bible. I can mm-hmm. talk about that better than probably everybody in their church because churches honestly are just small, like friends clubs at this point they're not really teaching what's actually in the bible everything's a feel-good story and like chris said it's a bunch of hypocrites pointing fingers that's Mm -hmm. why in my opinion the world looks like it is now because the church essentially let it go to hell i think um i i think that religion is a good subject of study i and and i find all religions fascinating yeah so do i just as a just as a subject of, of of study um, yes. And I've um, I've looked at uh, Islam, Judaism, Christianity. Um, my my father has been a Scientologist since the eighties. Wow! So really? I kind of yeah, I kind of grew up. I understand um, a lot of things that's going on in Scientology. I'm not a Scientologist, but my you know my dad's been a Scientologist since the eighties. So and, Islam and I, Scientology have a very very uh, close history. Very close history. A lot of religions do. I mean, the three major religions on the face of this planet are pretty much branches of the same thing, of the same tree. Christianity, Islam, uh, Judaism. Oh, yeah. Did you guys agree with that or disagree with that? No, I agree with it. I think if you look at them, they are very similar. I think when... I think people have took it and taken what it's really supposed to be about, manipulated it to use it to manipulate people in general to get a following and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe there is spirituality there, but I think they've taken some of it and manipulated it to fit a narrative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think another word for religion is discipline, right? I don't know if you guys would agree with that or not. And religions are kind of disciplines that were metered out for 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 the for intended audiences. And if you look at a lot of religions, a lot of things within the structure were either the rules of society or how to people keep people clean, keeping them from getting diseases, you know, just things like that, right? Or to keep the general rule of law. Uh, I'm not saying that I don't believe in it. I mean, I already told you guys that I do, but I think generally that's where all that comes from. This is a way to control the masses, you know, and then you have there's there's someone there that's always metering out, metering things out to the masses instead of everyone figuring out what it means, what it means to them. Personally, there's someone else interpreting things and saying this is what it means. And we see that in a lot of different stuff and and that's where a lot of like hypocrisy comes from because you have people saying oh this is what this means you should do this but they don't necessarily do that they tell you to do it because it serves them not only that no, that's how it started like if you follow the history of cults in america a lot of them will come from a religion where somebody has either had like 
this random vision that they only had that nobody else saw that they had. Um, and essentially it just turns into this, like, I have this higher knowledge and I'm here to tell you why whatever you already believe in is wrong. And it literally just turns into like, you're that person's, I guess, well of spirituality. And it literally is how basically every cult has some sort of like end times theology that goes with it. Every cult. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of the same thing. Okay. Okay. Look up well, cults in America. There's a show called Cultish, like mm-hmm. cult uh, ISH. Mm-hmm. Look that show up. Uh, you probably like it, Hank. Chris, you might like it too. I don't know. But I don't know if you if like you... studying into uh, a lot of how American culture was really formed, it has a lot to do with cults. <laughs> yeah. A lot of us like to be led. A lot of us like to be led. Um, you know, some people like to be leaders. You know, few people um, get out there and take their own path and try to figure out what life is about. Chris, you were going to say something, though. You Wait. You mean people are sheep? No. <laughs> Things like that don't happen. Uh, yes. A lo- <laughs> most people. Most people, I think, are sheep. And, no, I think, I think too, yeah. religion is... Religion's kind of like some of your laws. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna read it one way and interpret it totally different than what I might read it or what David might read it. So it's mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like some of it was just done to be able to be used to drive a narrative, manipulate people, and get them to mm-hmm. do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that sure. to an extent. But once you start doing like the actual studying of how some of these religions were actually formed. Mm-hmm. Not all of them were, I don't think they're all the same. That's one thing. First mm-hmm. of all. And, um, I don't know. Never mind. We can go on. No, I, I mean, no, I agree with you. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think they're the same, but I do think they are similar. Well, the, like I said, the three major religions on the planet are just branches of the same tree. And then there's a the, look. Well, if you want to talk about religion, Islam there's a whole bunch that of things. Third branch, or would you consider Buddhism that third branch? Because Buddhism predates Islam. I think Islam came two thousand years after Christianity and Judaism. Yeah, I think Islam, uh, Christianity, and Judaism are very closely related. If you if you look at it, it's just their perspective on things, right? Like, um, you know, Judaism, Judaism doesn't think books and what the Mm -hmm. authors actually meant. So when people say I'll interpret it this way and you'll interpret it that way, that's not really up for us to decide what it means. Mm -hmm. We got to look at what the actual author of what the writing was meaning at that time in the proper context to understand. If you look at Christianity, though, if if you look at Christianity, Judaism uh, and Islam, there's the same saints, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's just that so yes, Christians Christians believe that Christ is like, you know, is the Messiah, the son of God that already came and is going to come back. Uh, Jews believe that he isn't and they're waiting for the Messiah to to show up. And from the point of view of uh, looking at Islam, they just believe that uh, Christ was a um was a was a prophet or something like that, you know? But maybe Muhammad, Muhammad, was, Muhammad is the Christ prophet. Was the prophet, and that it wasn't supposed to be. 
It wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be the first son who got the uh, Hagar's kid. I forgot the Egyptian lady. What's his name? You know, if you Ishmael. Mm-hmm. Ishmael was supposed to get the blessing instead of um, Isaac. That's what it mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Well, they have they have a lot of the same saints and all that kind of stuff. They have a lot of the same um, beliefs and all that kind. Of, all three of those religions, you're not supposed to be creative. I don't know if you're aware of that. You're definitely not supposed to depict um, an animal or a person in any. Not in Christianity. Not in Judaism. Not in Islam. If you. What do you mean? depict an animal you're not supposed to paint a person or an animal that's that's all idolatry but the only the the people who hold the closest to that right now would be muslims and then after that there are there are jewish people who believe that and uh, a lot of christians gave that up a long time ago <laughs> so really if you if you look at those things you're not supposed to create a representation of an animal or a person you mean in the Ten Commandments where it says don't create any graven images? Uh, there, there's that. There's a whole bunch of other things within Christianity that exists within Judaism, and it also exists within Islam. That's just one example. There's there's other things um, that that are inside of all those religions that make them really close, right, and link them to each other, you know? Yeah, that's because... Islam came two thousand years after and had yeah. the help of Catholicism to start. Yeah. I mean, we're um, talking we're talking about recent we're talking about I'm recent you. religions. I mean, if you think about it, there's even older religions. Like you're talking about older stuff. There's really, really, really old, you know, religions and beliefs that people have, depending yeah. on what part of the world that they're in. So some parts you might say, "Oh, this is like pagan religions, tribal religions, or whatever." that um, people like have when islam walks around the rock in mecca they weren't the first people to do that buddhists were the first people to do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i was saying i think buddhism really is the third leg of the original three religions mm-hmm. i don't even give islam that much credit because they did a lot of what catholicism did they just copied and controlled mm-hmm. yeah because that's but- what they did but that's just how, that's that's how that's that's how a lot of this stuff has played itself out. And I think people take out, you know, one of the things that we do right as human beings is we take out of things. I think Chris was saying that we take out of things what we want to or what works for us or, you know, what's convenient. And we decide to go with that. You know, me personally, I think there's a truth in the world, but we're always searching for it. It's always kind of in flux and life is perspective. You know, we're, we're three different people and we see the world in three completely different ways, which is what I think having conversations like this helps the, the folks listening to us, looking at us. They're also different people. All of us are seeing the world from our own perspective, our own experiences, the way that we interact with the world. It, 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 for example, imagine, have you guys ever met someone who never had the sense of smell? No. Only on a movie. Yeah. I actually met a guy. There was a guy that I knew. This is like, it has nothing to do with anything, but a very wealthy guy. Um, and he, like, I remember one time I went to one of his mansions and every bathroom like had floaters in it, in the toilet. And I was like, dude, what, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are there floaters in the toilet? What's going on? Flush. And he, he explained to me that he has something that he was, he never in his life smelled anything 
So somehow, mm. somehow to him, so even though he's lived life, and I'm sure I'm not the first person who said what the, I'm sure that, that his parents or some people around him, you know, wives or whoever he's dealt with in his life was like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? But to him, yeah. he was like, what are you talking about? That That's no, like, no, no big deal. Known some, I know some people that are colorblind. And it's mm-hmm. funny watching them wear clothes and stuff because you know everything looks <laughs> the same. Partially It's crazy what watching someone. You're you're what colorblind? I'm partially colorblind. I'm blue green colorblind. No, really? red green colorblind. Really? So really? red and greens, if they're too close together, they'll essentially merge, and I can't tell the difference. Hmm. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that? I, I'm sure that affects you when it comes you to shooting. Why do you see me in black? It's the one color that matches everything. I thought you're just militant, like you said, when you if you walked into the church. <laughs> like when you when Chris was talking about like walking into the church, like and you were like, Yeah, when people when I walk in there, people are gonna see I'm gonna assume they're just gonna look at you and go, This is a militant mofo right here. <laughs> really? No, what okay, what do people what do people what's your interpretation of what people think about you when they see you? I couldn't even give you that answer because I don't care enough to like. You've never heard never like someone. You ne- you, you, to be honest, unless it's a girl, like okay. I don't care what other dudes think. That's why you don't see me doing all like the tactical shit. I don't care about any of that. I don't right. care about what it looks like. like no, I'm not saying that. I'm just, do. I'm just saying like what you know. Somehow, wh- whether we care, I think it's a good thing to not care too much about what people think about you. But I think we're still somehow aware of how people may perceive us just like how chris is saying oh people probably might think i'm some kind of you know um, i'm like a skinhead or whatever you know i mean a lot of times people think that i'm some kind of savage that's that would be my interpretation you know because people i don't know maybe do you get called an mma fighter a lot I don't know people there's it depends on who it is like there's there's always some old white guy that says Mr. T I'm like dude it's Mr. T has a completely different haircut (laughs) Mr. T has a completely (laughs) Uh, you don't look anything like Mr. T no no at all and I don't cut my my haircut is not like Mr. T's haircut it's like it's probably the opposite yeah it's probably the opposite of a Mr. T haircut. But just to some people, if you're black and you have a mohawk, the only person they can think of that has a mohawk would be Mr. T. Although people in Africa have had mohawks for like forever. You know, yeah, for a long time. Um, Wasn't it a so, war hairstyle? There's all kind. I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of different. There's lots of cultures with mohawks, by the way. That if you go back, I don't know why. Um, that would be interesting to study, but there's lots of cultures. Now, I don't know if Vikings had Mohawks, but I know when I look at the, the show Vikings, they got Mohawks that are like braided. Someone would have to tell me. I haven't studied Vikings. I don't really think it was so much like Mohawks. It was more of just kind of long hair, but, but braided or something on the top and then they cut everything off the sides. Yeah, yeah. I don't really think it was designed to, so much to be a, a mohawk, but I don't know the reason for pulling it up and then cutting everything off the sides and stuff. Yeah. Um, LV Louis Cipher says, how does he operate motor vehicles, traffic signals, and signs are not colorblind friendly? 
That's for you, mm-hmm. Devin. Oh, I said I'm partially colorblind. Yeah. So as long as they're not merging together, I'm fine. Yeah, if they're so not. So if it goes uh, from red to green, I know that that bottom one is probably when I should go when everybody else is going. <laughs> when everybody stops, it's probably time to stop. But oh, no, so if see, you can see I it can if see they're it. not right on top of each other. If, they, like if no, they're not like mixed. They if they're not mixed. When um, the NFL did their color rush scheme, the first game they did was like the Jets against like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And the Jets had their green jerseys on, all green. And the Patriots had like a all red uniform on. And when mm-hmm. they like when the play broke and they mm-hmm. the lines merged, I basically couldn't tell which team was which. That yeah. was really it. Yeah. And it's just your how your brain is interpreting signals, basically, um, from your eyes. So there, I don't know if there's something wrong with yeah. your eyes. Um, Probably. They change colors all the time. But this is the weird thing, right? It's weird to explain your perspective to someone else or even weird for another person to understand your perspective when you're trying to, you know. And and that's for all of us. Most of us can look at colors. I notice grays and greens and things like that are very close. Yeah. Yeah. Closer than you would think. Yeah. Those, um, those mess me up a little bit too. Yeah, but this is the this is the weird thing about life. So we're all seeing the world from our perspectives, and then we're trying to figure out how to make sense of it. And this is where a lot of things come from. You know, this is where religions, um, uh, taboos come from. This uh, superstitions. You know, lots of things come from that because as human beings, we're in the world and we're trying to cope and we're trying to figure stuff out. But I also think that we kind of all have a sense of what's wrong and right. You know, like it's not right to take something that belongs to another person. You know, what 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 religion or culture is it okay to take things from people? Like something that belongs to another person. I don't know if there is one. Um I'm trying to think. I mean, other than communism, everyone else, all the gun dudes right now probably saying communism, <laughs> socialism, or whatever, but... Uh, I, I think that's about the only ones. I don't really think there's like... But to me, that's, you you know, that's the, not I really... Mean, you definitely had, as far as like ancient religions, or like modern still practice. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... I don't, like, was there ever any culture where people could just go take whatever they want? The Phoenician... <laughs> Ancient Phoenicians, I think they're also called, yeah, I think they are called the Canaanites, but yeah, definitely the Phoenicians. They were wild. They would have put New York and Vegas to shame. It was yeah, gross. but but they but they so they were taking people's stuff and they believed that it was okay to take people's stuff. Cool. They sh- yeah, they believed that there would be no repercussions from taking something that belongs to another person. Yep, they were. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a little crazy. Like I know, so I remember there's some culture. Like I remember when I lived in Nigeria, there's certain people. Like if you go to a person's house and they have, let's say they have this uh, this MMP, you know, shield, and you're like, oh man, that's really nice. Oh, this is really, really, really nice. If you kept saying something that was nice that that you see in someone's house, the person feels obligated to give it to you. I don't know if really? you guys ever heard of anything like that. Yeah. I'm not doing nothing. I'll tell yeah. you where to get it from. So like in that, I remember in Nigeria, there were people like, listen, don't even tell people, like, don't get crazy saying something. Oh, that's really, you know, like in 
like we were coming from uh, kind of like a British culture. Even Guyana, where I was born, is a you know came out of British culture where you would go, oh, that's this very nice uh, shirt you're wearing. But if you do that kind of thing, then in this place, people feel like, oh, well, I should just give this to you. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's things like that, but there's just certain things that we know that like, okay, killing someone wrong. Look at the Ten Commandments. Do you feel like you're not like, where would it feel okay to kill someone, you know, for no reason defending yourself? Hey, this is what I had to do. But just killing. Yeah, but there's, there's some people out there that even in that would think that was still killing, even though you're defending yourself, you killed someone. So, they, so there's some people yeah. out there that would stretch that to where you violated one of the one of that commandment by defending yourself. Yeah. They're stupid. If anybody, there are people, I've, met, people, I've met people like that. Yeah. But I mean, because the only reason I say that is I've done I've done some work with churches that are wanting to um, start to set up like a safety team, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've had people when I start talking about some of this stuff. You know, I don't sugarcoat it. There's nothing to sugarcoat about this. You're defending yourself. You're doing violence. And some people see that as a sin. You, you, thou shall not kill. You're, mm-hmm. You've killed someone. Even though you defended yourself, you killed someone. And, you know, I've had people in these churches kind of ask me, like, well, you sh- there's no other way. This is what we have to do. And I'm like, well, it's, it's you or them. I mean, I'm sorry holding up the Bible and trying to talk right. to them and get them to see the what they're doing is wrong. It's not always going to work. Yeah. And I would assume that's an interpretation thing, right? Because the, in the, there's parts of the Bible that say that you could defend yourself. Oh, no. The yeah, whole Bible says you can defend yourself. <laughs> Nothing about that commandment at all means you cannot defend yourself. Anybody who says that has yeah. bad theology. There's even parts of the Bible where God is asking someone to kill another person. He literally says he will get revenge, and he sends people to war on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the God? I can't remember the verse. Um, it talks about the sword and the cloak, and there was. Oh God! I'm not good on verse? verses. Someone else will have to hit us with verses. But I, no, but I do. I do. I do. I do, I I do. The only reason is somebody had quoted that to me, um, in a class one day. Yeah. And but I mean, I, it's, it's pretty much it's pretty much telling you to go get a sword and protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I know the one you're talking about, but until I actually hear it. Um, but th- this is this is a weird thing, right? This is the kind of thing. And there's different. So, for example, veg, there's people who are straight up vegetarians. And part of that is they don't believe in killing anything. So it goes to what Chris is saying that to defend themselves, they wouldn't even kill anything. Allegedly. But to, you want you want to hear the verse? Yeah, you have it. What is it? Let me find the. This is a translation everybody heard. It says, "And then he said, um, Lord, behold, we are two swords.' And he said unto them, that is enough. Oh, hold up, I got go no. Ahead. So, so uh, forty-two shield says Luke twenty-two thirty-six. Sell your cloak to buy a sword. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. have two, it's enough, blah, blah, blah. That was just saying that, hey, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Y'all better be ready to get ready. <laughs> yeah. Armin yeah. and Axis like, says plowshares into swords. People forget that Jesus went to the temple and beat up people and whipped them with uh, a whip. 
like literally beat up people, mm-hmm. flip their tables over <laughs> because they yeah. were violating the temple. Yeah, Appalachian gun That's runner says. I always think it's funny. I mean, Ken Blanchard had a very, very long talk about this mm-hmm. because Ken we, would be a just, good guy on this conversation. Yeah, yeah, we discussed how um, there's this taboo of anti-gun mentality in a black church as opposed to the Americana. We're packing our pistols, white churches, and mm-hmm. we just unpacked how that should not be the case for any pastor. Like, if mm-hmm. you have a flock. You should be protecting that flock. And I mean, well, Ken said that, Ken has he said can, he's lost co- people in his congregation oh, yeah. because he's, he's a gun guy, right? right? Yeah. 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 He's gotten kicked out of churches because of mm-hmm. his affiliations with guns. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, even with like wow, event planning, right? anytime I'm organizing a large gathering, mm-hmm. I immediately feel responsible for all those people's safety. Now, granted, most of the time these are gun events. So mm-hmm. 80% of the people there are already strapped, but at the same time, like my head's always on a swivel. Normally I have somebody running security somewhere. Um, and then most of my friends have either done security in some form or like I said, they're all strapped, but mm-hmm. nah, that's definitely something that if you're ever going to be a leader, you better be able to protect who you're leading or what are you mm-hmm. leading? Like, what are you leading them to? Yeah. You don't, this is my thing. This is one of my things that I made up. You do not have anything that you cannot defend. If you think you have something, but you cannot defend it, you do not have it. Okay? That's just some kind of mental problem that you have that you believe this thing belongs to you. If someone runs up on you, even if you have a gun, if a person runs up on you right now and they're like, give me that money, and you're like, well, okay, here you go. Well, you don't. You didn't have that. <laughs> you just had a misconception that you had. This is what the government is doing to us all the time. They, the government you know? runs up on us on a daily basis. Every day. <laughs> and me day. too. I'm How saying this. I give it up. I'm like, okay, take it. <laughs> Yo, this is completely off topic. Do y'all really? Do, I think we're about to see history made in America where we have two presidents to go back to back with only four years in office. We've never seen that before, right? Yeah, I think no, I think we have seen that before. No? Who? I don't um, think it's been in consecutive well, uh, our I guess you would say our era. Mm-hmm. If you look back, I think if you look way back in the day, there were some that only went four, but if you uh, go so back in who preceded Jimmy Carter? Who preceded who preceded Jimmy Carter? I know after Jimmy Carter was Reagan, right? I thought it was Johnson yeah. and then Reagan. Uh, I thought it was Reagan, but I could be, I could be told. We'll have to look. We'll have to look at the history books. I thought People it was would... Reagan and Bush too. Um, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought Reagan. I thought Reagan and Bush beat Jimmy Carter, and then we had the Reagan years. But Jimmy Carter had one term. I'm just. I'm trying to remember who came before. Who came, Who the hell came before Jimmy Carter? Was that Was that Johnson? Nick? No, maybe it was John. Maybe Humphrey got it backwards. Maybe it was Johnson and then Carter. Yeah, did Johnson get two? Did he get two terms or one term? I think he only got one because you know he kind of got thrown in the mix there. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think he had only gotten he oh, only got L- one because L- of the whole Vietnam debacle. L. V. Louis Cipher said Ford was Ford was before Carter. So. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have 
Yeah, yeah thanks for throwing them. Yeah, thanks for throwing a wrench in everything, uh, Trenchwork Chronicles. Uh, let me see. That's what I do. I'm going to have to look at American presidents now. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm feeling yeah, that you can have to go in. Yeah, call me. I'm not periodical or whatever, but I can't. I can't remember all the presidents and how they're right. laid yeah, out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone out there will tell us. Um, Twenty two chills says Nixon, Ford, Carter. Nixon only had Nixon only had one term, right? Um, or did he win his second term and then give up in his second term after he already won it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was born. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm avoiding looking at. Uh, I'm avoiding let's, looking at Wikipedia. Oh man! Now I let me go. Let me go get my. Let me go get my daughter. She's been learning this stuff. In Wait, school. hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up. America. I'm gonna pull it up. American president. Uh, let's see. Um, and then we have to see. I don't know if this stuff says whether or not they had two terms. Uh, You'll be able hey, to tell by the years that uh, ran. What's your former city, man? New York has been on fire lately. New York City? Yes. Are people finally getting mad in New York City? No. It's just these wild stories that keep popping up. Um, so this one. Yeah, I think. Uh, for, so Ford only had one term, and then Carter only had one term. Back to back? Yeah. Were those uh, both Democrats? Uh, I think was, so. Yeah, Ford was was Ford a Democrat? I can't remember. I know Carter, obviously. Yeah, Carter uh, was. I'm pretty sure Ford was. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't man, if we get if Biden gets a second term, that'll be just crazy. It's just cray cray. I don't think that's gonna happen though. I don't think I, that's gonna happen. You think? Yeah. I, I we, you saw where if he doesn't run, then it's going to be uh, Michelle Obama and uh, man, they've been yelling putting Michelle Obama's <laughs> in everybody. She was supposed yeah, to run I, with that, Oprah. That, that she was supposed to run with Ellen. She she's not going to run. She's not going to run with Biden or anything like that. I don't think so. She's too rich. No, no, no. We're saying that she'll run if Biden does run. Maybe. But I think at this point. At this point, Kamala Harris is not going to step down. Like, if you once you become vice president, it's unlikely that you're going to go. Okay, I'm just going to walk away now. Well, I'm, I'm pretty. Well, now that I, I think it might have been, if if Biden doesn't run, it'll be Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris. Yeah. Now uh, the way what was weird is the way that the article read. It makes it seem like they're going to run as president, vice president. Hmm. That they'll run together. It doesn't really say that each one of them is going to run for president. That was what was yeah. weird about the article. That's th- th- I feel like this is a tough thing to say and to see what's going to happen, just because there's so much power power play and behind the scenes things that have yeah. to get stitched up and things that could come up and people will be listen on Democrat on the Democrat side, same as the Republican side. People in their own camps are going to be leaking stuff. And things will be coming out and all kinds of news. Some people might get arrested before that. Some people may die before that. <laughs> Some people might run away. <laughs> you never know. Be... Yeah, you uh, have the Epstein trial going on. Uh, yeah. Um, Cruise Man says Ford was a Republican. Oh, he was? Yeah, yeah I'm... I'm but I think it goes back. I think it goes back to those times, the last time we had this kind of flipping happening in America. And it's actually not a good sign. 
Um, and so then, do you think this is just the the American cycle repeating itself? Like the pendulum swinging back and forward? Basically, yeah. I yeah. mean, if you look through history, if you look through history, it always it's always like one big cycle. Because mm-hmm. if you really talk to some historians, they say we're due for a civil war. I've been hearing that too. Everybody's been telling me that they think America's going to fracture into regions. The only thing I would say about like an actual, like a fighting on the ground, fighting civil war is that people are too comfortable to really have that. You have to have a lot of people actually involved in conflicts, not certain cities, not people here or there, little pockets or people fighting things out in the media or whatever. You have to actually have like, you know, in the streets, um, in the states, the states are fighting states kind of like American. The American Civil War was pretty gruesome. Like that was a. Oh, it'll be. It'll be even, a joke. It'll be even worse. It'll be twenty twenty times worse. But to see worse, look at how people look at how comfortable people are. Do you guys realize that? You, like, like we, you know, we're we're looking at things. We're comfortable. We are comfortable, and we're gun guys. So that means we're paranoid, heads on the swivel, looking at everything going on. We're prepared for stuff. We got ammo, guns, food, all that kind of stuff, right? But. Look at the other people around you. Look at your family members, your friends, the people around where you live. Do they look comfortable? Do they look like they're about to go on a civil war? Or are they crying because it seems like there'll be no Christmas? <laughs> That's funny to me. It's the funniest yeah. thing that people are like, oh, there's not going to be a Christmas. <laughs> so what? Well, it goes back. Well, that goes back to the sheep thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I had, like, yeah. I had, I had people I know posting pictures of them getting together for Thanksgiving, and they're all wearing masks. Yeah, I'm not going. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, I'm not going to. Well, first of all, I don't know about you. I don't know how you guys function. I avoid my family. Okay, the the people who are related to me, I avoid. That's my religion. Avoid family members, except for my wife and my two sons. I avoid those mofos. Hey. There's some there's some well, people on my side that I'm okay with and some people on Lola's side that I'm okay with. <laughs> but in practice, I don't, and so I'm definitely not going to an occasion where I have to wear a mask. Nope. Like why do it? You know, don't I would do say, it. I would say no, but I went and signed up and going to go to shot shows, so might have to wear a mask out there right now unless no. things change. No, let me go back. I'm not saying like I'm talking about family occasion. Like I just went to see Michelle and I had to wear masks. Ooh. So um, I'm yeah. talking about like a family occasion. I get like something like SEMA show where there's hun- like maybe I don't know. There wasn't 100,000 people there. Let's say there were 50,000 people. I don't really know if it was that much. And these people and that and that place has this rule versus like a family. It's 20, 30 people. You guys know all know each other. Like now you're saying like if I come to a family event or even a friend's, if I'm going to a friend's house and they're like, listen, this is the rule. You got to wear a mask. Well, I'm just not going like uh, going to SEMA show is business for me or shot show is business, man. If you if you have to go there and that's the rules, go do your thing. Yeah, see, I don't that that was the biggest thing holding me back from registering. Mm-hmm. I just I, at this point. I don't see any reason why people still have this stuff in place. 
Yeah, but but what I'm saying to you is if you want to go... So, like, okay, I'm not going to SHOT Show whether it happens or not. I know NSSF put out a, um, an email thing saying SHOT Show's going to happen. And I went to SEMA Show recently in Vegas. And I'm going to tell you... So I went to SEMA Show because, you know, to be honest with you, the gun side of what I do, YouTube has completely, like, knocked down. They've limited. I have 118,000 people that follow me on Hank Strange YouTube. And I, if I put up a video, it cannot get more than 2,000 views. That That's like... What? That's a deliberate action taking place over there. Yeah, anyone right. can go look at it anytime. And then on the car side, I have a channel that just hit 10,000 views. And some videos don't do well at all, but some videos get like 50, 100,000, you know, um, 150, 200, 300,000. Have, um, have you started messing with TikTok for your car stuff? No, not yet, no. You uh, should look into it. The I've been doing booms. On it's TikTok. big. It's big on TikTok. Okay, yeah. I may have to look into it. So, the, but the thing I'm saying is, for, so business wise, that's why I went to see Michelle, right? But what I, but the reason why I don't want to go back to Vegas for Shot Show is that Vegas was really, really expensive. Everything seemed to me like it doubled the price of everything. And so it's one thing to go out there for something that I do that does make you know, that I can make money and pay my bills and buy guns if I need to. And then it's another thing to go out there for something that we're just going to get smacked upside the head. And then on top of that, when I went there for SEMA, they weren't, it wasn't like, oh, there's a whole bunch of gun guys here. In the past, I've been, the last SHOT Show I went to, they had special rules for gun guys. You know, like I, I, I tell people this, I went to a hotel for an outside SHOT Show thing that happened. And the hotel, Lola had a gray backpack from Maxpedition. I had a black Maxpedition backpack and the security said you me they told me I couldn't come in unless they searched my black backpack. But they were like, "Yeah, we don't have to search this gray one." And I was like, "What's the reason for that?" And they said, "Oh, because it's shot show and we know that gun guys are wearing black backpacks." So that's how Maybe that's why cuz I was about to say <laughs> I went to a couple of places but the backpack I had on was green, so yeah, this is so really stupid. The level yeah. of stupidity of that. I was like, you guys have special rules and your rules have to do with color? Because <laughs> as a gun guy, like, wow. yeah. And so they were like, yeah, we, we don't. So I said, so my, and even I, I read it out, Lola. She was right there. I was like, you said you have to check me because I'm black. I would have made a big <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made I made ask, ask Lola about that. I made a scene, man. I was like, no, this is I'm not doing it. So I didn't let them look at it. And Lola could have gone in without getting checked. But if we had switched our backpacks, they would have checked. They would have checked hers, and not wow. asked to check mine. You know, honestly, so, honestly, I'm willing to bet they would not have checked hers if you'd have swapped them. Oh, you think it was like a dude and wearing a black backpack? And yeah, that sure. a lot of no. people don't see the way women have grown in the gun industry. They still don't see women as people being gun people. Yeah. And it wasn't just me. Other people told me that there were certain hotels that if you were coming into that hotel with a black backpack, they checked you. Well, if I'm well, you mean for the event, right? No, not. No, th this was not happening at the convention. This was happening wait, wait, wait. outside of the convention at separate hotels 
from like the convention. Like that you were just checking into to stay at? Yeah, I can't remember the name of the hotel. It might have been the hotel. It might have been the hotel where the shooting happened. It might have been that hotel, but it was one of those hotel. It was another hotel. It had nothing to do with the convention. It was an event that a company was doing outside in their own. Remember, there was different events in hotels. Right. Um, okay. But not every hotel had that policy. But this one hotel had this stupid policy, and I was like, and this, and it was just because of gun guys. So for me, Vegas being ridiculously expensive to get to, uh, everything you buy there being expensive, I get like I understand why people who are charging everything on corporate cards are doing it because it's the company, so to speak, and not necessarily you paying for stuff. But when I go to these things, it's me paying for it. Right. No, so, so you're you're paying for your stuff. I forked out a shit ton of money for the flight and the hotel room. Yeah. Um. So for yeah, me, when what? I think about that, I'll rather spend that money and buy a gun and do videos on it, or even just talk about people who are like talk about things that come up at Shot Show, but not actually be there. And at the same time, there's other stuff happening here that's related to my car stuff. So I'm just going to stay here, do that, and then look at what's going on at Shot Show and talk about it. Yep. Yeah. That's I, I, think, I think I have a pistol class during the week of Shot Show. So I'm staying here. And it's a trainer that I've been like trying to find a way to get into his classes. And he's actually coming to Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stick around for that one. Yeah. Also, what are you going to say, Chris? No, my, it was it was a long, hard debate for me to decide to go, one, because of the money, two, really, because the mask thing is just really irritating the shit out of me. I don't want to fly and going to have to wear a mask and stuff, but... Let me say this I mean, to you about here, let me say this to you about the mask thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I wasn't going to tell fine. you this with the mask thing in Vegas. So the rule in Vegas is that if... Now, by the way, I still think that, see, that SHOT Show is likely to get canceled because of the Omicron strain. I mean, that's already in America. I don't know whether or not you guys realize that. Yeah. Yeah. First case was reported or something the other day or something. Yeah. But Vegas has this rule. If you are outside of your hotel room in Las Vegas, unless you're outside in the streets, you need to wear a mask. So if you leave your hotel room, all most of those hotels are in casinos. The rest of that whole casino, you have to have a mask on. If you go stand outside, you could take your mask off. I don't know whether or not they're going to change that. So then when you get down to the conventions, you have to wear a mask to go in. But here's what I found at SEMA show. At SEMA show, everyone was wearing their mask until they got into the event. And then like a third of the people were just taking their masks off. And a lot of the booths we went to, the people didn't even have their masks on. You know, and there were a few, we ran into a few mask Nazis because, you know, obviously I was like, oh, I have to wear my mask in here. And there was like a few people like, oh, you got to wear a mask. But really the show wasn't doing all of that from the beginning of the show. It was a week. But by the end of the week, they had these people who worked there walking around like Wile E. Coyote holding signs. They were like, please wear your mask. (laughs) on a sign <laughs> and no one was, and no one was listening they were walking past it they were like hold they would see me and hold it up like this and i would just pretend i didn't see that and just keep going but once again with the mask question do you think they so that's regular people do you think they'll enforce it with us as gun guys you know the bad thing is i 
I could probably mm-hmm. I, I could probably see them enforcing it. Mm-hmm. Just because they, you know, they worried about not getting something or the them saying, well, well you're not going to wear masks. I think the hotel know, would because they know the type of crowd that's coming. So they probably uh, overemphasize to their staff, like, okay, these guys are going to be the ones that are going to be really resistant. So we have to, like, really be on them. Because that's the same thing they did to us at SHOT Show. Like, yeah. nobody was trying to wear a mask, and they had mask Karens everywhere. Wait, like, wait, wait. Really- at, what, at what SHOT Show? What SHOT Show was yeah. this? Oh, CPAC. Oh, okay. Basically, the political version oh. of that show. So, so they were they were actively enforcing it at CPAC. Oh yeah, we have a video. We have a whole video of us almost getting arrested and thrown out. It's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, I didn't see this. Who posted? Is this where's this on Black Guns Matter? Where is it? Um, I, it should be on. Well, actually, yeah, I didn't see. I'll find it. I'll yeah, find I missed it that one. Yeah, but yeah, it was. So hilarious. were there, Hank? Were there a lot of people at SEMA? Um, it looked like I watched some of your videos. It looked like there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people at SEMA, but compared to past SEMAs, no. And here's how I know. At past SEMAs, if you try to get food, you're on a massive line trying to get food. You're trying to use the bathroom, massive line. You're trying to get a, like a cab or whatever, line. At this SEMA, there were people out there, but there were not lines like that for anything. We were just like, we wanted to get food. We would just go someplace and just go right in and eat or we want to use the bathroom you could just go now the place the like all a lot of these buildings have been rebuilt over the last few years SEMA was in a different convention center than SHOT Show is happening at so at SEMA the space got bigger so it was a bigger space but there were less companies that showed up and in my opinion less people there Kind of like what's going to probably happen with Shot Show is they've done all this expanding and yeah, you're not going to have as many. I was kind of wondering about that. Which could be good or bad. It's it's probably good, but our, the question is, our, because I, I could tell you, I can't walk around that show all day with a mask on. I am too fat for that. Okay. No, oh, hey, I'm I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> I'm right there with you. So yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping is they're just putting it out there, like okay, you got to do this, and then. When you get there, it's kind of like, well, if you want to wear it, wear it. If not, then we're not mm. going to make a big fuss over it. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. But the big thing is the expense. That's what I have to say to you guys. If I, if first of all, there's other stuff happening, but the expense, like me kicking out that kind of money, I mean, you, do you know what? We're talking serious money to go to Vegas. You could just buy some nice guns. No, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with yeah. you. No, I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean, but. The reason I the, the reason for me though is the first one was very successful for me. I made a lot of contacts and it really helped my business out. So mm-hmm. that's a big reason for me going this time is there were a lot of people I wasn't able to network with that I wanted to just because there was so much other stuff going on that I want to be able to network with them this time. And plus Sonya's coming, so her bringing her on as an instructor. I mm-hmm. want to be able to get her name out there and get her network with the same people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I think it's, I still think it's going to be beneficial for me, but I don't know if I'm going to do it like year after year after year. 
Yeah, I you say know, go. I say go do what you need to do, and see how it is. Hopefully, they don't come down on the gun people. But there are some there are some things that are going to make this different. We have a new strain coming out and all that. You know what I wish? I, I and what I am going to do? I am going to go to smaller gun events. You know, in the past, there's other big, like other smaller events that I've missed just because I spent a bunch of money doing this or going to this place or this thing is conflicting. But what I'm going to do in 2022, I'm going to now don't everyone start trying to like make me come to your stuff. Um, But (laughs) I will go to smaller events because I think what you're saying is really important. When we actually go there, we get to network with each other. I regretted not going to the um to the thing that um that uh that Maj and Devin did. Solutionary in, Summit. Yeah, in, yeah, in I, Miami. I, 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 that was a big regret. I went to his first one. I was really going to try to make this one, but it was they yeah, canceled not coming it was the best event of the year yeah saying. well no when i looked at all the stuff you guys are doing i was like oh man why didn't i oh, just no, I, I totally agree with you man I, I, i'm not gonna lie i regret every day not going i mean i was looking at pictures dudes were in suits in miami they, everyone was everyone looked like they had a great time and there was some good networking like you're saying oh yeah next year is going to be even better for sure yeah, what uh, next year what time of the year are you, you guys got, doing it next year um, I want to say when is NRAM? May usually. Yep. Uh, April? No. Is it April or May? When did no, they? It was, didn't they redo one this year? Yeah, but the it times. Was of, no, they canceled it this past year. I think it was like it was supposed um, to be. It was supposed to be September or August or something. August. But traditionally, it it's in April September, or May. I think. Traditionally, it's April or May, though, I thought. Are they going back to that tradition? But regardless, I think around there, early fall, mm-hmm. same time, around then, early fall. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go to smaller stuff because I think we do really need to like actually get together, meet up with each other, network. Yeah, USDCA has a really, really good event in Dallas. Um, everybody really should start going to that one because, mm-hmm. yeah, USCCA is – yeah. That organization right now. Uh, now, Dallas is a little bit too... The streets are a little bit too broken up in Dallas for me. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You know, really? The Dallas Highway... Man, D- Dallas is cracked up. Yeah. Come on. Man. Did you drive around Dallas? Yeah, but I drive in Atlanta, and I used to drive in Northern Virginia and Baltimore. Uh, like, well, I used to ooh. drive in New York City. But Dallas, I, I was like, damn. Philly lately, though. Philly huh? is, Oh, God. The, the roads... From yeah. Baltimore to Philly, they're all fucked up. All those Everyone. communist places, man. The streets are messed all up. Like, I'm. You know what my problem is? Florida has ruined me for roads. Where? Hey, I found the the video. <laughs> oh, you did. Okay, yeah. hold on. Are you are you texting it to me or what are we doing? How I are we seeing? You texted it to Lola. Okay, Lola sent me that. So send me that so I could share and, it. And uh, timestamp is four minutes and forty four seconds. Okay. Like yeah. Um, yeah. Dallas was cool. I enjoyed Dallas. Dallas has some uh, some some rich malls, man. You got to be like an Arab sheik to go to some of the malls in Dallas. One place really... I haven't been is Dallas. Oh, you haven't been there? Oh, it was cool. I'm not trying to knock Dallas for everyone getting. Don't get crazy if you're from Dallas. The malls were cool. Lola enjoyed the malls. Um. You know, but uh, 
I can't stand driving in New York City. Oh, the streets of Dallas. Dallas is weird. There was like a weird thing happening with the GPS in Dallas. There was a lot of construction on the roads. The roads were all cracked up. And I was like, this is insane. So I I didn't have a good time uh, driving around in Dallas, although I had a good time out there seeing everyone. Can I answer this while KD's calling me? Oh, you you can go ahead and talk to KD. I don't know. Like why is he interrupting us? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, now that... he turned it on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear his voice. I'll hit you back. Oh man, uh, KD's obviously not watching. He probably doesn't even know about this Utreon thing. I'm telling you, he doesn't know. I didn't know. I've been, been looking for first time I heard about it for you on YouTube. You've been looking at it for yeah. It's it's yeah. You, I'm doing Utreon. Like KD would enjoy Utreon because we could show guns. We could handle guns. We could show people. Um, I don't. I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, we could show people all kinds of guns and do whatever we want to do here. We could probably take a break and go. Do you want to show some guns, Chris? Other than that, M and P, what else a, you got? I got a nice little 1911 Max. Okay, let's see. Uh, who is that from? So it's uh, Sig. Okay. It's the one that uh, they ha- they used uh, Max Michelle to help design it. Okay, I, I like the grips. The grips are cool. Signature gun. So yeah. see, it's got his name uh-huh. right there on it. Now, um, who the hell's Max Michelle? Just uh, you know. I am very ignorant with a, a lot of the super, like, you know, there's some people that I don't like. He's a competitive shooter. Oh, okay. And he's a he's 1911? By oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the flared magwell already on it at the mm-hmm. bottom and stuff. Yeah, one thing so. I can say with those competitive 1911 guys, like one of my friends is a competitive 1911 shooter. You wouldn't even know you're going up against like a... a you know, a magazine that only has like six or seven rounds in it. You won't know. Yes. Yeah. They will change. Uh, that's that's a single stack, right? Yeah, single stack. Yeah. I've seen those guys change uh, magazines and all that like a machine. Bro, it's... Well, I, they were, I, I know I, back I, when... Back when the hmm. quarantine stuff started last year, uh, J.J. Ricasa did a live thing on instagram letting people asking him questions and stuff like that and mm-hmm. somebody was asking him about mag changes and he said that he'll spend two to three hours just dry fire practicing mag changes mm-hmm. yeah that's not but i, I mean, to get mm-hmm. no to Devin, get to that level mm-hmm. you know you've got to put in that kind of work absolutely not like you Devin. you know i saw your <laughs> I saw something you put up online the other day. I'm pretty sure. I saw something where you did one mag change. One? Just one? Yeah. Was it? I, 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 do I need to go pull up your Instagram again? I'm sure. Was it you? I thought it was you. Yeah, it was me. It was that, definitely more than one. Was it? More, was that more than one? No, it was a lot more than one. I didn't even put up the whole video. They were like four. Let me hold on a second. I know. I'm like, wait a second. Is Devin done already? What was I? Maybe you know what? Maybe I caught it at the wrong no, time. Hold on. You didn't keep it that fast. Yeah, moving that fast. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna throw it up here. Where Where is that video? Oh, here it goes. Here it goes. Here it goes. 
Right there, that was one! How many was that? Do I have to look at this again? What do you mean? You mean going to another mag? Yeah. What do you... Oh, no, I'm not doing all that. So what are we doing? What are we doing right here? Now, who knows I'm on live and he's still calling me. He's probably trying to figure out where it is. Yeah, why are you even... Because I meant to ask you about this. I was like, okay. So what is... Crazy shit. What is the purpose of what you are doing here, Devin? And he said, how do you comment on this damn thing? He needs to sign up. It's easy. Just tell him to just sign up for Utreon. That's it. Oh, he said sign up for Utreon. Yeah, shout out to Gorillas and Guns. I see Gorillas and Guns in the chat. I he see Boss Hog. Through... Yes, waiver. So. Yeah, it's easy to sign up there. All you have to do is give them your email and they'll send you a code. That's it. You use the code to sign in. That's it. It's easy. But uh, can we, can we, Chris, we need to go back to, I'm going to play this video from Devin again, because I need to find out what's happening in this video. I was practicing getting off the X. Oh, okay. So that's what, so this is not a, this is not a magazine changing exercise. That's just move. You're practicing moving. Okay. All right, cool. Well, he's he's practicing moving and mag changing at the same time. So, I mean, that's something that, you know, I teach with some of my classes as well. Mm -hmm. Is yeah, being I'm able just, to get off, yeah, get off that X, and you know, I'm moving just, targets harder to hit than a yeah. steel target. I'm just hey, making. You have to see what your mag changes look like. I'm just making. I'm just making fun of you just for the hell of it. I just, when you I said that, I remember seeing doing. this video. I'm like, what the is that? Crowd is requesting to see Hank Strange do some mag I, changes. I, I, I'm Let's in the van. Let's start the dry fire challenge. I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm in the van. I'm in the van right now. I'm in the van right now. We'll do all. We'll do it at some point when you come out here. We'll do. We'll do some stuff. That is not an excuse not to drive by, sir. Because I'm in the van. <laughs> no, that's I was the just best cur- place to do it. Yeah. So that was not. That was not about changing magazines. No. It. The caption literally says, "Get off." <laughs> I don't text. read the captions. Well, what am I reading? With <laughs> Why am I reading the captions if it's video? All I'm doing is looking at the person and going, what the hell is happening? I don't even listen to the audio. I don't even know if there's, I don't oh, even know if there's yeah, audio. That's like one of the best songs ever. No. <laughs> when I saw you and KD doing that thing where you were taking, like, remember there was a thing that you did where you were taking away the, yeah, the taking uh, away the guns from, from a guy who was like in a bitter divorce. I never listened to yeah. the audio. I'm just looking at the video like, this is, what is happening? <laughs> That was yeah. when we were down in Atlanta, because I, I was the one yeah. filming that. Chris was yeah. there. Chris filmed it. Yeah, it was great. It was great. You don't have to listen to the audio. You don't have to read anything. I you could tell what's happening just by looking at that. That was that was some good. Fa- I don't know. Is that on your thing too? Hold on. That was some good faces right there. I'm trying to see. It's probably way down. That was like the yeah. Third. That was back in. <laughs> That's August. Is that before or after the Miami oh, thing? Chris, no, that's that wasn't all in August, was it? Yeah. Is it before or after? Yeah, because it was still hot. Yeah, because it was hot as shit out there. Shit. It's no, no, you're right. That was uh, that was September when I came down and taught that class. Yeah, that's so what was I, September. I was like, no way it was in yeah. August. Yeah, I don't think that's no. on your. That's not on your channel. That's not on your Instagram. Then that's on KD's inter- Instagram, right? 
It is. Uh, it is. September 25th, I think, is when we did that. Yes. I was thinking yeah, about Michael's see. thing with that other video. Let me see where. No, uh, that was funny too, though. Chris, are you coming down here next Katie. week for the class? Do I? Katie. KD's Instagram huh? is crazy, man. We're looking at KD's Instagram. We're all going to get banned just for looking at it. You're not, <laughs> you know, no one is allowed. No one is allowed to look at this stuff. Um, <laughs> wait, let me see. I don't see. Where is it? Uh, uh, oh, you got to scroll. Yeah, like, I got to go. Wait, yeah. KD is incredibly active on Instagram. Jeez. Man. I'm still scrolling. Still scroll. Was this before? Yeah, okay. Hey, I see. Coming up. It's, it's yeah. Uh, I mean, Katie is posting more stuff when we. Oh, here it goes. This is it. This is it right here. <laughs> when your homie comes to the range after a breakup. Oh, and then my now my now my phone is playing. What have you never listened to the audio? Wait, this is not. Isn't this supposed to be video? Yes. Where's that, the video? Yeah, yeah. Why is the video not playing? Not the video. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the video. Are you not? But the audio is what goes with it. Yeah, when That's he smacked the hand, Katie likes to smack people's hands, man. He's very rude. <laughs> Why do you have, what is the audio of this? I don't even know what the audio is. You have to listen to no, it. No, I can't play the audio here anyway. Just tell us what oh. the audio is. It was uh, uh, one of the, I forgot what the song was. <laughs> so, that was a good one. That was a good one. I don't know how many views that did. Let me see. I should I should repost that at some point here. You know, let you guys do all the work. So yeah, that was uh. What's your What's your Instagram? Uh, South Carolina gun? Is it South Carolina or? Is it SCGS Tactical Santa? Okay, here we go. So for anyone looking for it, let me go. Actually, let me go full screen on this. SCGS Tactical Santa. There you go. Boom. That's uh, which I'm following. So there you go. Uh, what is the memes with this dude all about here? Who is this guy? The way the people are looking at him in the oh, background. Julio the Savage. That's my man. Um, now nah, he just trains a lot. He puts out a lot of the same style of videos. So the funny part of this is the people like, what the hell is happening? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was yeah. somebody took one of his videos. His face. <laughs> like, yeah, the old guy. I can't stop laughing at him, man, the way he's looking. <laughs> like, what? 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 When did they learn that? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen these. I've seen these things. God, they're hilarious. Julio, I don't follow. What's that? That guy's Julio the Savage? Julio the that. Savage. Yeah, I went in and looked at He's got some pretty good videos oh, out there. Hey, that's a good person you can, uh, you can bring out here, too. He's pretty cool. So it's all one word, Julio the Savage? Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. He's on. Is it a backup account or... No, I think it's that top one right there. Is this top one right here? No, that can't be that. That's yeah. 136. No, that's his backup page. I'll yeah. DM it to you. 
Yeah. Because uh, this isn't it either. No, that's not it either right there. Yeah, it's so probably before, got underscores and stuff like that on it. Before the um before the lockdowns and everybody like migrated over to TikTok, it was like me, him, and like two other people that were like literally doing gun stuff on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then I mean I say everybody, everybody flooded over. Like I remember watching mm-hmm. I remember watching Mike from Knockout Lights first TikTok video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's over for me now. I was like, yeah, here, oh. here they come. And so I thought TikTok was coming down on uh, was coming down on gun stuff on, on there. They it do depends. and they don't. It kind of goes back. It, you, ha- you have to break through the algorithm at least once, and then they mm-hmm. basically leave you alone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I posted, I posted a video of me <laughs> shooting the scorpion up at Michael's thing, and they took it down for community guidelines. But then I reposted it from somebody else's page that posted it, and it went through just fine. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to go to my phone here for a second so I can show you guys NOC's comment. Yeah, bitches. I figured it out. (laughs) So we're not up on the technology yet to actually roll in comments on here. So I have to use workarounds. (laughs) Shout out to the real NOC. For all you people who are coming on Utreon, by the way, please sign up and follow the other gun guys on here. Um, So wait, are you guys, are you on there, Chris? Did you? you No, I'm going to have to. Yeah. I didn't know about this until... You mentioned it the other day and uh, with your uh, thing you posted from Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, just it's easy to sign up on Utreon. Just go sign up and Utreon can actually pull over your YouTube stuff. So, um, and we, like I've had the CEO on, but I heard about Utreon from John Crump and Flying Rich and they, they've had the oh, CEO really? on. Yeah, okay. the, the CEO of the company. What are John about now? Why you ain't tell me, John? I know you're watching. You're out there somewhere. I don't know if John is watching right now. I don't know what the hell he's up to. The other day, I was telling him that you have a girlfriend, and he was like, how the hell do you know? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I don't. Oh, oh you're changing yeah. your story now. No, I have never changed my story. People, people don't know. People don't know about this, huh? You don't want this discussed over the airwaves? Is that, is that what At happened? all. Oh, oh, okay. Just pretend you didn't hear that. Just pretend you didn't hear that. <laughs> but whatever it was that never happened, John was like, "Hold on a second. What? Are you, how? How Whoa. can you? What is this news? <laughs> Do not. No. Did he get in touch Do with you? Did he tell you about this? Because he was like, "Oh, hold, what, wait a second. How? How do you know this? That I haven't been notified of this? <laughs> so." But that's how I... Okay. So this is how I find out about Utreon from John and uh, Flying Rich. But Military Arms Channel's on here. Uh, Iraq Veteran is on here. The the CEO of Utreon was at the Iraq Veteran shoot. Didn't I see you out there, Chris? I don't know if I saw that. No, no. I, I haven't been to one of those yet. Oh. That's one, oh. Thing I got, that's one thing I got to get off my bucket list. I hadn't been to one yet. Crystal. Yeah, that's easy for you to um you so if you want to um so to go to the IV eighty eight thing, uh Brandy has a page on Facebook that's called something Iraq Veteran Range Day, something like that. 
And anyone who wants to go there, if you have Facebook, you could just get into that group and then just talk. You can communicate with Brandy through there. I'll check it out. Yeah. um, You know, or like, you know, if you can't find it or whatever right now, Lola can definitely uh, make those connections. The uh, Iraq veteran people are, you know, really easygoing and all that kind of stuff. So um, everyone in the gun community, so far as I know, is welcome to go out to those events. So, yeah, I got I just the last when he did them last year, I had classes lined up anyway. So, oh, okay. But I'm definitely gonna, I want to make, I'm gonna do that's one thing I'm gonna try to do better this year is plan my schedule out where because I want to do NRAM because I haven't done an NRAM. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try to do USCCA, but we'll just kind of have to see how They're my schedule goes. The man, all these shows are the same, everybody goes. They go talk to their companies. They come back. They make plans. It never goes through. Um, <laughs> Hank, am I wrong? Is that not how it always goes? There's a reason why I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, Chris, that's pretty much. Same thing. Yeah, man, we should collab. We should blah, blah, blah. Nothing. I promise you. But it's cool to see. Week. Like, I'm happy to see certain people. Um, uh, Kevin Dixie was at uh, IV 88, 88 range day. At least the one I went to. I only went to one this year. I didn't go to both of them. So I don't know if he went to the second one. And and um Iraq veteran, they're in they're in Georgia, so they're just a little bit south of Atlanta. For yeah. um for anyone. Wouldn't who be far for me, two, three hours, something like that probably. Yeah. Um so you know, that's easy enough. But Utreon has a lot of gun guys on here. They're very interested. It's not just gun people on the channel itself. But they're very interested in helping out the gun folks, and they are doing things. They have a they have an Android app. They have an iPhone app. Um, the live doesn't necessarily work with the stuff with that stuff yet, but they're working on everything, and it's really it's really easy for people to sign up. So if you just want to comment and things like that, it's easy enough to sign up. But you can actually bring your channel over to Utreon, and you could go live and do all that stuff. And I'm always looking for options because I think one of these days they're going to drop bombs on us when we least expect it. They've taken out people, but they're not going wholesale yet. But we're we're moving in that direction. Well, I know I got a thing the other day from Google talking about some kind of bill that they're trying to pass that's going to have could affect the Gmail accounts and have the ads and the all your other stuff. I I got a where is it at? I got it somewhere in here because I got to get in there and read more about it because, you know, they're talking about how they're trying to fight against it and stuff. But uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I would have to look that up. I know they keep adding new rules. So like YouTube has new rules. Facebook, all these places have new rules. It's getting real crazy. Uh, what's the, what's going on with you, Devin? Hmm? What's going on with you? What do you mean? Oh, no, you just got this look on your face. Did Is your... Is one of your chicks looking at this and realize that there's another chick? What's the? I'm setting up. First of all, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck no. Um, I was setting up my Utreon account. Oh, you are oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why is he looking so intense right now? He's actually doing stuff. And if you guys have any issues, I, I'll I'll forward an email to you from for the Utreon folks if you have. If there's any issues or questions and things like that, so I, I we found them to be to be really cool. Uh, shout out to Shooting Gallery NE. I see. Oh, actually, Edward. So in the chat, there's a guy named Edward Brower, 
That is the CEO of Utreon, and he's in our chat right now. Awesome. No, I'm definitely going to get in and get signed up for this Utreon and make sure probably I get start using more. Yeah. And real NOC but, uh, says, uh, or what is real? What the hell is N? So real NOC no. said, just requested my page be imported. Um, you you need to talk to Edward Brower, Kevin. He's in the chat. Uh, <laughs> so Cruise Man wants to know where Chris is located. Chris. So I am near. I'm near Clemson, South Carolina. So the only reason I say that is everybody usually knows the Clemson Tigers, so I'm not far from the university. But I'm in the upstate uh, Clemson, Greenville area of the upstate of South Carolina. Uh, Two hours from Charlotte, two hours from Atlanta. Uh, So it's kind of right in the middle of all the good stuff. Yeah, I did see you this year. I I know I've seen both of you guys this year. Is that at one event that I've seen the two of you guys at the same thing? Is that a at KD's thing? Train yeah. and learn. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, that's. I'll be back out at his event this year too, okay. or next year. Boss Hog says Hank is messing up Devin's pimping. No, <laughs> I'm trying to help yeah. his pimping right now. I'm enhancing. <laughs> There is none. <laughs> the best that, pimp is um, the pimp who doesn't even know he's pimping when he's pimping. No, I'm not adhering to any of this nonsense. I don't know what any of y'all are talking about. This is all a drummed up conspiracy. To is your money. is your new chick a gun check? I don't have one, Hank. Stop saying this. This is not what I heard. <laughs> Well, this is the first time John's investigations have gone wrong. <laughs> I didn't get this from John. I didn't get this from John. Uh, shooting Gallery Eddie says John always answers my phone calls. Oh, well, you know, I mean, what can I say? Who said that? <laughs> shooting Gallery Eddie. I don't even know who that is. Oh. Have you been to a class? <laughs> huh? If you haven't seen the gun room, I don't want to hear it. I don't know if he's been to his house or not. Uh, shooting so so at the Iraq veteran event, I'm gonna embarrass shooting gallery and E. Uh, at that event, um, I invited these. I was staying in Brownells, rented a house out there, or Airbnb a house or whatever, and that's where Lola and I were staying. But we were staying in the van, and I told these guys to meet me over there. Mister Guns and Gear was there, and I was getting some food. And on my way back over there, they went there. I wasn't there yet, and Guns and Gear answered the door. And he like he was like, hey, come in. You guys can wait around for Hank and all that kind of stuff. And these guys ran away. They, they They were too embarrassed to hang out with Mr. Guns and Gear. They were too starstruck. So by the time I, I got there, they were all gone. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. John came over. John came over and John was hanging out with me. When I got there, I'm trying to tell him, why don't you guys come back over here and chill with me? I'm hanging out, you know, with Guns and Gear or whatever, and they were, they were scared. They couldn't, they didn't, they didn't want to come back. John was right there hanging out with me, we were kicking it with, with guns and gear, so. <laughs> Man, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. I remember when I met um, Professor Griff at the first um, Solutionary Summit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've, I've watched tons of Professor Griff videos. So tell people who progress, Professor Griff is. That's a rapper, oh, he, Public he, Enemy, right? 
Yeah, he's probably the most blacklisted member of Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he speaks his mind for sure. Um, um, he's Nation of Islam, right? Am I or he was Nation I'm of Islam? I'm not sure. He might be a five percenter. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not knocking yeah. anyone for that. I grew up in New York City, so I he grew up with all five percenters, like, Nation of Islam, all, everything you can imagine. Yeah, it's so. that. Then you have um, like the Egyptologists and the Kemetic. Like it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It, but yeah, it goes yeah. to different levels. A, of, yeah. Regardless, what I like more than anything is that he speaks out against the. Uh, the feminization of rap and how men are becoming more and more feminized. And I like that because it's true. And we need to get back to uh, being more masculine, to be honest. There's a feminization of now I'm going to put an asterisk on it, but there's a feminization of everything in America right now. Right. But as a rapper, he was speaking specifically about that. Yeah, but you have to because affect you have to affect it. cultures in order to do it. And hip hop is one of the fastest growing cultures on the face of the planet. So that is true. Yeah, um, that is very true. I would agree with what he's saying, and I think women are awesome. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't think women are differently shaped men. I th- I think women are amazing, awesome, fantastic uh, creatures, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, uh, we're we're Hold on, dude. that pet. Really believe that? What? That women are differently shaped men. There are people who believe yeah. that. Come on now. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> that makes me like cringe. I don't ever want to hear that about a woman. Like no, but you. No. But okay. But am I saying something that's wrong? I'm, saying with, with, I'm saying uh, whoever says that, they don't need to say that. <laughs> like that's weird. That's really weird to say. Like. Hey, you're just a different version of him. Nah. No, well, when people know. tell you that no. anyone could have children <laughs> and all that, what do they say? That's true. That is true. They're saying that men can have periods. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> definitely some dudes are bitches for sure. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. uh, we definitely know that. <laughs> but that is okay. Oh, hey, that's half the conversations we have. Oh, uh, but <laughs> the reality is that you know only like you know women. Um, what moves the human race forward by having children and all the things, all the things that go along with that. You can't just switch these things around. Like people are trying to pretend that you could switch them around. I don't care. You can, people can identify themselves as whatever they want to be, but the reality, the truth is a completely different thing. Whether you want to see it, accept it. This is what I think about the rules of the universe. You can believe that if you step on a train track and there's a speeding train coming at you, that it will not damage you in any way. You could believe that if you want to. That's you are free to believe that as far as I'm concerned. But what happens to you when you step on that train track and that train makes contact with you? <laughs> it's a completely different yeah. thing. True. You know, so uh you know, that's the thing to think about. So uh let's see here. What do we 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 got way off on a tangent. I don't know if you guys realize that. Oh yeah, I think people yeah, have plans. Hey, once once the religion came out, I knew we were going to get off on a tangent. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, I'm constantly. I don't plan these shows. I know Lola talks to everyone, and she's like, "Oh, you know, we could talk about this." I don't plan what I'm going to say. We just get into stuff. Let me show Devin's rifle. I know Devin wanted to. Uh, he didn't act. He doesn't actually have his rifle because, as we said. He apparently doesn't have any guns. Yeah. And he needs, basic bitch. 
He needs people Dad? to donate. What is this? DT, DT Sport. What is that? Delton. Oh, Delton. Okay. Okay, that's yeah. so. What were you? What are you trying to? What's your? What's your thing about this Delton rifle that you want to talk about? That I you don't? have a very, very love hate relationship with that gun, only because I should have. Um, I'll just say I should have sought out more detailed advice on what I should be looking for as far as getting a rifle. I basically finish the furniture and stuff on that rifle mm-hmm. just to get it done um obviously not gonna do it. i might give it away to like a new shooter or something is this your only ar right now what are we talking about is this your first ar your only ar yes, what's the deal my first ar okay yeah. and this is the only one you have right now yeah okay I'm, that's the yeah. first part of the conversation <laughs> no but i mean you need to establish that that's all i'm saying uh-huh yeah i bought it in 2014 so what is the story behind this i'll put it up here on the screen one once again i I would just want new shooters to uh not do what i did and go out and even if you do the in-depth like youtube searches make sure you actually go or at least call a trainer and ask them what they think about uh specific rifles because even Kevin Dixie in the comments will tell you that, um, one, it's a commercial uh, AR, so it's not mil-spec. Mm-hmm. So I bought a mil-spec buttstock first and slammed it on there before I looked at the yellow paper that said, hey, don't go past this without reading this. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure new shooters don't do or waste like I did more than anything. So what's That's really it. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with this gun. I don't know if Chris sees anything. There's um, there's what's some the... rust on the barrel. Um, there's actually mm-hmm. some rust in the lower parts kit and some of the springs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's heavy. The uh, let me add this. Show the throw this up here again. Um, yeah, the rail is janky. It doesn't. It's not that sturdy. Um, I mean. The sling is cool. Everything I added to it I mean, is cool. I, but yeah, overall, I'm looking at it. I mean, Chris, you know, you, you can jump in here. I don't see what's wrong with it. You've got a light on there. It you've got a sling. You got a, you've got iron sights and an optic. Uh, what's the problems you've been having with it? Um, Just quality control. Okay. Uh, the maintenance of it. You just want stuff that, you know, this is what KD has been drilling into my head is that Mm -hmm. if you're going to have something defend your life, just as good isn't good enough. You need. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is this is the conversation. Okay. So Delton would probably be your. I try to tell people it's like golf, like you're going to spend the money regardless to just go ahead and spend the money, because once you do, then just spend all your money on training, because that's the fun part anyways. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. So Delton would be considered kind of your entry level, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. It's right. not going to be, it's not going to be really expensive, but it's not going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for his first AR, I mean, Delton is a good gun. But as he's starting to see, the more he trains, what better quality guns will do for him. So, yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with. That gun. I mean, I would recommend, I would recommend it to a new a new AR person to the AR platform. 
Yeah, where did you know, it, where did the gun where did the gun fail? Sorry, uh, did it fail somewhere? I know you said it had rust, but did it this did, did that gun fail? I somewhere? had mm, I had one failure with it. I don't think of what nature. I don't what think was it was it? the actual gun though. I think that was the magazine. Okay. Yeah, uh, but but the, the rust we're talking most of the time with with your ARs, it's usually the magazine. It's not necessarily the gun. Mm-hmm. Where the gun can start not really fail, but feel cheap is when you first get it, everything will feel nice and tight. And then you run four or five, six hundred rounds through it and hand guards start loosening up. You can kind of feel it shaking between the a lot of rattling between the upper and the lower and everything. So, I mean, it's not a bad gun, but at the end of the day, would I trust my life with it? No, but if that's all I have, then I'm going to do what I got with what I got. Yeah. Um, what? <clears throat> this is what I'm curious to find out. And trust me, I'm just trying to establish a relationship for everyone looking at this on different levels of uh, what's going on here. Um, what? So at this point right now, if you were to buy an AR, what would you buy? Or or even what does, what does KD think you should have bought in the first place? Oh, no, no, it's not a matter of like what he thinks, but mm-hmm. personally from using other people's ARs and then using mine, I mm-hmm. now see what I really want in the AR. Mm-hmm. First things first, I want mine to be light okay. and that one's heavy as shit. Okay. Um, I definitely, I don't know. I, cause one, I'm just getting into the rifle game Two, mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of a minimalist, so I'm trying to get away with as little. Like, I want what I need, and that's really it. I'm not really trying to be mm-hmm. as tacked out as everybody else is. So, but, no, you're looking at it, the, but you're looking at it the right way. That's mm-hmm. where most new gun owners fail, whether it be a handgun or a rifle, is they go and they want to start slapping all this stuff on it that they see former Navy SEAL has, or a uh, competition shooter has, or all that stuff. Like I've had people come in with mods and stuff on their gun and they don't even own night vision. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, why do you have that on your gun? Well, former Navy SEAL. Judge Joe Brown showed me his night vision setup. Uh It is amazing. Like amazing. Oh, that's good. It's basically a CZ setup. Um, He has like the pistol, everything just ready to go oh all night visioned out um real nlc says rusted and newer guns uh lpk lower parts kit is a no-go speaks to quality for sure it definitely speaks to coatings and all that kind of so you bought it and it had uh rust you bought it with rust or just i bought it and then when we were actually taking apart we noticed the rust and it hadn't been i hadn't had it for very long yeah so so go ahead Chris I think we cut we cut you off in terms of so so looking at it I mean I think this is going to ha- let me just say this I think this stuff kind of stuff is going to happen when I bought my first AR it was like what I could afford I'm trying to remember it was, what's the name of that co- uh, company from Kentucky that makes ARs Oh crap um uh, that's what my first AR is was but I can't remember and it wasn't it was it I don't know if I was having these problems, but it was in that category. It's like something entry level, and it's not a crime. This is a good way for you to figure out what you need once you get out there, like what you went through, Devin, 
and go, okay, next time I do this, these are the kind of things that I need to be looking for. My first AR that cost some money was this SIG 516 right here, but not the first AR that I bought. I mean, and this, this was like some serious money that I put into it. And I had a little bit better of an idea of what I wanted. Like this is piston driven and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, you know? Um, I don't know, like today, I don't know if, I don't know if it being a SIG matters necessarily. I think there's, you know, there's a lot of different companies out there making stuff. So I don't know, like some people like, you should only buy a Daniel Defense. Or you should only buy a Colt or whatever. Well, it's, it's about like your handguns. I mean, and kind of like sports, you've got your hardcore fans for one manufacturer that are going to tell you all the other manufacturers suck and poor quality and don't know what they're doing. But, mm -hmm. you know... I think a lot of people get caught up in that, but like he was saying, you know, do your research. And then if you know people that have them, go and shoot some of theirs and see what you like, because what I like, Devin might not like what Devin likes. You might not like what you like, like the SIG with the piston driven. I don't like those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes I'm it heavier. Saying, makes it heavier. I'm not, and stuff and like I'm that not saying there's anything wrong with it or that mm -hmm. it's a bad gun or cheaply made. It's, I'm just not a big fan of the piston-driven ARs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. There's lots of options here. You don't have to, you know, there's just somewhere about the way that, a, to me, a piston-driven runs. I have lots of direct impingement uh, ARs at this point, to be honest with you guys. I think this was a good gun. It's a SIG. It, it costs more money than average. I'm not sure. I would need to look and see what a SIG, like a 516 Patrol like this is going for nowadays i'm gonna guess in my mind maybe 15 1600 bucks um but yeah there's definitely things this this piston here on the end has uh things that go along with that uh one of them is that you could adjust you know you could adjust the gas pressure there uh if you're going to put a suppressor on it which is something that i got into i just like the way they run we've used this to torture test stuff magazines all kinds of different things i feel like a piston can run through all of that but every gun will fail this gun has failed <laughs> oh yeah okay. i mean guns are not, and that's the biggest thing to get people to understand i don't care if you drop five thousand dollars on a freaking ar eventually you're gonna have a malfunction it's gonna happen yeah and it's a lot of different things you could let me tell you the story of when this gun like i've from from Early on for me doing YouTube videos after I bought like what Devin is talking about here with his first AR and I got what I could afford kind of a thing and I didn't want to spend a ton of money, right? And then I wound up getting this after that experience and we've tested it. Uh, we've tested all kinds of things on it, like thrown it in the mud and sand and done everything. And we, I, I literally did hundreds of videos and never had a problem. Then I went out to do some training um, with uh, with Reed at Valor Ridge and I cleaned the gun. I didn't even I didn't even clean the gun that much. Cause me personally I don't clean stuff unless I have problems. But I was going to do this training with Reed and I was like, oh you know what? I should probably clean this gun. So I cleaned it. Okay. But I took a backup with me, which I think I took a X95 bullpup, right? From IWI. So when I got out there, Reed and I were hanging out and he's like, well, you know, uh, did you, did you like clean? We were talking about something. He's like, did you clean your gun and all that? And I was like, yeah. He was like, we did it again. We cleaned it again. Me and him. Then when we started the class, this gun started failing. And he was like, hey, there's something up with that gun. 
you gotta you you gotta get past that otherwise you're messing up the class and i switched over to the x95 and had zero problems with it and ran the whole class with that gun and it was weird to me i was like how the hell did this gun that was so reliable all of a sudden fail and it it was like clean what was it i have no idea (laughs) gun yeah it's a gun (laughs) that's what i'm trying to say it's a good gun (laughs) that's guns for you yeah, you man. know, like like uh, Sonya had a VP9, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, her VP9 would not eat steel case ammo. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't feed right, might not eject right. It just w- kept giving her issues after issues after issues. Mm-hmm. And then I had somebody come in and with a VP9, and we ran some of the same steel case ammo, and it ran just fine. I mean, that's weird. I think that's just guns. Yeah, some guns don't work. Some like in my hands, certain guns don't work. I never liked the VP9 because in my hands, it was terrible. I always had problems with the slide and all that. In my hands, VP9 but other people saved hands. my life. Oh yeah, no, see that's that was the gun that uh, Waller used, and we were in Chicago. Oh okay, okay. And it was a gun that I trained with all weekend. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Like VP9, yeah. VP9's a good gun. I I like it. It shoots well. I've, I don't have any complaints out of it. I've recommended it to people. Yeah. It's almost like this is a little bit going back to the theme of what we're talking about. It doesn't mean that something is bad because it doesn't work for you. Or it doesn't right. work in your circumstances. It just right. doesn't, doesn't work for some people. It doesn't make it a bad thing. And that's the weird thing about all of this stuff. It's like our perceptions, what we what we're looking for, what we need out of things, I think, that it comes down to. So I like what they do with ammo. You've got like like with your hollow points. You got some companies that call it critical defense or mm-hmm. personal protection or self defense. And then some of them put like what look like little teeth on top of the hollow point. They're just trying to make their ammo look and sound more aggressive, like you're getting some great thing out of it, when at the end of the day, it's going to do the same thing as any other hollow point. Yeah. I remember, um, like, I have a da- I have a Daniel Defense. My uh, So, for example, my friend Reed believes in Daniel Defense. He's like, this is a great gun. He's one of those trainers. I don't know where you guys are at with this. He's one of those trainers. He doesn't want you to come to a class with a gun that you built. You need to come... <laughs> You know, with a gun built by, uh, this is his thing. He's got a whole video on this. People can go look at it and argue with it or whatever. Um, but so, and he's into Daniel defense and I bought a Daniel defense and I, and I don't know, I don't think there's anything really wrong with it. I just don't think that the name on it is the thing. And I remember asking Daniel defense a couple of years ago, how come you guys don't sell like a stripped out version of your guns, like a bones version? You know, where it's just, you know, the the upper, the lower, but I could put whatever stock I want on it because I didn't want to pay, you know, for the Daniel Defense stock or whatever it was on there, pay extra. And they told me, no, that takes away from our brand. And companies were, t- were just trying to build their brand. And it's weird. Right now, you could buy Daniel Defense barrels. <laughs> you could buy lowers. You could do all kinds of different things because we're in a different environment. Do you guys think that it really matters that much? the name of the company that's on there? I think to some people it does. Yeah. Is it, is it, is that like a religion or is there a real thing behind that? Oh, uh, there's, you know, there's reliability and reputation behind names. So there's that aspect to it. But 
every gun will fail. Mm-hmm. You just give it enough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it just it turns into your just kind of like your following and your supporters you get with YouTube and stuff like that. You know, I'm. I think it really just boils down to being able to say, "Oh, I've got a Daniel defense." Mm-hmm. Kind of like with mo- kind of like with motorcycles. You know, everybody. Oh, I've got a Harley Davidson. Mm-hmm. When you can go well, and get, time, there's a reason why people say and they go for that Daniel defense because they know, for the most part, they're going to get a certain level of quality with them. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's going to put Sky and staccatos in the same sentence and say that yeah you know regardless they'll both no, fail. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. fail, you're, like, you're definitely getting quality with that mm-hmm. but i think a lot of it too is that i've got a daniel defense it's kind of a like a status symbol mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah for sure yeah but i that think status symbol was created by their reputation for having high quality reliable rifles Yes, which they are responsible for and they have to build and sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes companies try to go on the cheap or on something or something just doesn't function. But yeah, for sure, I think that, you know, there's there's definitely companies out there that have worked harder to build a name and a reputation versus other things. But I really think in the AR world today, there's companies that don't have as big of a name, but are but are really building something with the same level of quality. And then ultimately people just go, I've met guys at the range that everything that they own has to be FN. So if they if if they buy uh, an AR, it has to be an FN AR. Otherwise, they're not buying it. If they buy a handgun, it has to be a, a handgun that FN makes. You know, everything has to, to be this because they believe this is the best thing. Or same thing I've seen with Daniel Defense or other. There's this, we can just go through a whole bunch now, of different companies. Is that just like their preference of wanting to keep everything under the same umbrella? Because I know people I, – I used to do that with sports as far as like what I put on. Like I was only wearing Nike, anything, mm-hmm. whether it was cleats, sleeves, compressions, whatever it was. If I was playing in it, it was going to be Nike. Right. But that was – yeah, I, I think it's I think it's just one of those. It's it's the thing that comes down to the perspective of the human beings. Like you I think this. Yeah, this. Well, there's just some gun guys. Like okay, the the guy who one of the guys who I saw that was like that was a doctor. You know, and there's just mm-hmm. people who believe like I'm only gonna drive a Mercedes. I'm only gonna, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm only gonna have this because this is the name that speaks to quality or whatever. I think there's some of that, and there's and there are some people that see, hey, what this company makes. Okay, uh, let's take it away from Daniel. Let's go to Spikes Tactical. That's that's like a brand that a lot of guys, a lot of gun guys love, right? I don't know. I could be wrong. No, um, I'm like I would love to have one of their the they've got that one AR. I think it was just like uh, built for their employees, but it's all uh, nickel boron. Okay. Upper, lower, bolt. You know, I think they did a limited edition that was mainly for the employees and stuff. But man, that gun was badass. But what, mm-hmm. thirty five hundred, four thousand dollars? I think. Yeah, they also make a gun called uh, a gun called the compressor, which is integrally suppressed and all that. So Spikes Tactical, I love their stuff. I bought a lot of Spikes Tactical stuff. I think their stuff is cool. They're here in Florida and all that. I've done videos, visited them. Spikes Tactical makes nothing. They don't make any of that stuff. Damn. They assemble they assemble shit. Now, I'm not knocking them. There's other companies out there that make the stuff. 
and send it to them. Now, it might be some things might be made to their specifications. You know, they sit there, maybe they develop things and put things together, but other people make those things and they put a, a Spikes Tactical, the spider on it or whatever, and then we think it's awesome. And the, the brand has been built up and we like it. Like, I'm one of the people who likes it. But some other company is making that, which means that those things are going out there, right? It's like stuff we're getting from China. There's a lot of really good optics coming out of China. And some of them have a really high-end name on it and some don't. And it's the same thing. True. Very true. So Tactical Life in Florida, they're another company that they make really good high quality rifles. Yep. They're not that big of a name. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Faxon. Yeah, Faxon. Yep. Um, you know, now I know Faxon does make they do make things. They are in the business of making things. I'm not saying they make everything. There's some things that only a few companies in America make. Like um, I think there's probably they more companies. Yeah, Faxon does barrels. There's more companies making lowers, but there's but everyone doesn't make um, their own lowers. There might be people who you know mill out that lower from a certain point. You know, same thing with barrels. There's not a lot of companies that make barrels and things like that. So, and right now, like so, for example, see, PS- I'd be interested. To- mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'd be interested to see the. Did you see where Blackwater released a AR? I um, did. I wouldn't I be surprised. I, yeah. I always avoid was, Blackwater because there's some nasty people when you talk to them at SHOT Show or anywhere else. There's some real stuck up. Type. Really, man? Yeah. I, think I had that, a good I, Black, Blackwater, Blackwater is just a name. I've, I've been in the Blackwater booth before. I had a friend who worked in their booth and was trying to introduce me to them. And like, they don't give, it's almost like they didn't give a crap if you're not some super tactical ninja dude, but... And what does the Blackwater name mean? It's just this company that hired, you know, uh, <laughs> mercenary. I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, my experience, yeah, my my experience was totally different. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I've had experiences with other companies like you had that other people didn't have. So, yeah, yeah, mine my experience was yeah a little totally different. But kind of what we were talking about is I'm wondering if they just had people make all their parts to specs and then they put it together i'm i mean it comes down to their manufacturing right like do they actually manufacture stuff or not you know and i'm like i'm not trying to knock anyone in terms of like i'm not knocking blackwater for whatever they do it's not a bad thing to put to like say this is how we're going to spec out stuff from our experience of what works and what doesn't work, we're going to spec all these things out in this combination, and then we have other people make it. There's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't no. mean it's bad. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's bad. No, not at all. Yeah, and then you might have seen some different people in the booth from the idiots I saw in the booth. You know, so this wasn't at the booth. I actually went with uh, Pete when he dropped off their case for that shotgun they were giving away. No, oh, okay. So I went to their I went to their place up in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go to their place. I was at uh yeah. that that particular thing happened at Shot Show. <laughs> so yeah, I'll matter of fact, I'll I'm gonna go by their booth this time and see who's there because I'd be curious. But yeah, mine was actually at their place. So I mean that could have changed the experience as well too. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's listen, a lot of stuff in life is like this. I mean, I've been to um, so, for example, in the car world, I've gone to SEMA show and seen Audi there and talked to the people in the Audi booth 
and they were just complete snobs and ignored me. Seriously, I'm just telling you something. You know, I, but when I, I can I can totally believe that. <laughs> but when I deal with the Audi dealership that that knows like this guy is an Audi guy or whatever, or just the way they treat their, everyone that walks in the door, they treat them awesomely. So sometimes it's just who's representing you out there, I think is what it comes down to, you know. But I don't think if I don't think if another company puts things together that that makes it bad. I mean, just put stuff together, but order stuff to spec, it makes it bad. And I also don't think because companies make stuff that makes it perfect either, or makes it great or good even. I think where the biggest thing that people get killed on with the AR is they get caught up on this whole mill spec, mm-hmm. and. You know, it irritates me when I see somebody come in and, you know, I'm asking them about their rifle and stuff. And they're like, oh, well, everything's mil spec. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you understand mil spec is not the top end mm-hmm. of the echelon. Mil spec is meaning mm-hmm. is whoever bid the lowest to get mm-hmm. the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or the lowest level of quality that you could go to for military to meet military specifications. <laughs> Right. You know, look at the first ARs they had in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. You know, they were complete crap. Didn't work. I mean, they just weren't built for that environment. They had to go back and totally revamp everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it comes down. What, what's, um, let me get this from Devin on, on, in terms of his rifle. What are you planning on? Uh, what, what would you buy right now? Uh, What have you seen out there that you, (laughs) The oh, that's what you okay. rifle, and then just go from there. Basically. Tactical life. Let me look these guys up. Uh, is yeah, this- I've been I've been looking at their rifles as well too. They've got some. Plus, I mean, they were trained and learned, being able to sit there and hold them, shoot them, and everything, and see the quality that's put into it. Yeah, I, I, I like their stuff a lot. Oh, okay. So you guys have seen their. Uh, let me see. Is it tacticallife.net? I believe so. Life AR-15. Uh, I know they're famous for their, uh, or known for their little fold-out AR-15. KD keeps yeah, it in the his take down. What's KD yeah, saying? The takedown is what, Let me see. Is what really put them on the map. It's, uh, uh hmm. yeah, tacticallife.net. That's it. Okay. Um, so they got AR pistols. What are you thinking, Devin? That's on there. Uh, limited edition. They have a AR. I think that might be it. This AR right here. He probably wants the takedown. SF1 Stealth Fighter. Yes, sir. Okay, let's see if we can get it. And that's like 850. It's just relatively not, you know, relatively not too bad. No, it's a really good price for the. The quality that's in that thing, because yeah, I shot it out at yeah. um, Train and Learn, and I mean that's it's a good gun, man. I really like it a lot. Let's see what we're looking at here. Yeah. So you guys like the feel of it? You like the weight? How much? What is it? Is it? Uh, what are we talking about? Seven pounds? What's the? Uh, I'm what's the honest, stats? I don't know. I just know it's lighter than mine. Okay. And I want it. Yeah. Yeah. So have you figured out like what's the weight that you need to that be? rifle? The um basically all the videos that you've seen of her with her new rifle, that's it. Oh, from Rhonda Mary? Okay. Yep. I'm trying to look through it and yeah, see if you talk about the weight. She won that out of training learn. Oh, okay. Yep. 
Because the case you, I hope she's still using that case I gave her. You better be, Rhonda Mary. Otherwise, uh, I Santa, mean, Claus, she, Santa Claus is going to pay you a visit for being naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to be mad if she ain't, because, I mean, there's definitely better cases out there. It's a one in seven twist, five, five, six, which is what, like, I would suggest people get, like, you know, five, five, six. So even if if people can get uh, into the whole, that whole conversation, um, of should you, you go two two three two two three wild? I prefer five five six personally, but it doesn't really mean that much. So the two two three wild can actually shoot both five five six and two two three, and five five six can shoot five five six and two two three. Yep. Yeah, it's and that's two, where two, a lot three. of people get caught up with yeah. ARs mm-hmm. is they get caught up in that barrel twist. If you're not a competition shooter, you don't need to get caught up in all that stuff. Because right. I think. On average, most of them are either one and seven or one and eight. Yeah, so the barrels chrome molly, one and seven twist, uh, mil spec rifle buffer tube, mission first uh, tactical minimalist stock on it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't have the weight on here. Yeah, I'm looking to see. Yeah, I mean, listen, for the price, it doesn't look too bad. I don't know if there's anything, like I would say, ooh, that's something uh, super special on it, but that's not a good thing or a bad thing from from my point of view. So, um, I mean, that's really the way that you need to go. When you actually handle stuff out there, you see it, and you, you're like, oh, I like this. I like how, you know, the charging handle pulls on this thing or how it feels or whatever, or how the finish on it feels. You just rock and roll with that until you find something better, and then you upgrade. I just know after my first rifle class, I was like, yeah, I need something that's going to be able to make me as mobile as possible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I this, don't mm-hmm. see myself getting into night vision very soon, so I don't need all the extra night vision stuff yet, mm-hmm. I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff comes in time. All that comes in time. So let me do this. uh, Training stuff. Obviously, Chris, that's what you do. I'm going to start with you. What training stuff do you have going on? We hit 9 o'clock already. This is what happens when you just, like, talk shit for two hours. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think think we've had some good conversations. Yes, we have. have. Huh? Oh, we didn't even. Oh, man. We didn't even get to talk shit about (laughs) Alec Baldwin saying he didn't pull the trigger. On the gun that he was pointing. There's more stuff in. coming out with Alec Baldwin. They're going after the ammo now. They're blaming stuff on the ammo. I saw that's the latest that I saw from that. Whoa. They're yeah. looking into what kind of ammo and where the ammo came from and all that. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse says that he plans on destroying. I don't know if that's true or not. That's a story that I saw come up on my radar. Wait, 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 what? I don't know if He's that's true. AR-15? Yeah, but Is it wasn't one? as as one of my friends told me about. And here, let me see if I could just throw that article up that I found. I don't know how true this is. Kyle Rittenhouse says he's destroying the AR-15 rifle using Kenosha. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Kyle Rittenhouse said on a podcast he's having the AR-15 using Kenosha destroyed. Rittenhouse says he didn't want anything to do with the weapon. Uh, what podcast was that is what I would need to find out and I would go look at it and as someone said to me about that though that wasn't his gun so I don't know how that's even his choice to make 
And I personally don't like the idea of people destroying guns. The gun itself didn't do anything wrong. You know, he didn't do anything yeah, wrong, in my opinion. There was straw purchased for him. So yeah, technically it wasn't his, but I don't think it was a straw purchase. You could you could you could lend people a gun, you know, unless there's no, some state. paid the guy to buy that gun for him and then the guy kept it for him until he was of age. Okay. Um let's see. I'm trying to see what uh I'd be will I'd be wanting to know what he actually said. I'm yeah. just wondering if it's what he said and that's how they're interpreting it. Yeah. Well you know he has a he has like a publicist or some type of person handling. Yeah, like, this there's gonna be a lot of stuff. Going on here. Yeah. Give it a so couple him, of years and there's gonna be a movie. Sure? That mm-hmm. does not that does not surprise me at all. Like this this after the BLM comments on stage does not surprise me at all. This is right on par with all right, let's get your public image better so we can monetize this properly. For sure. I'm sure he'll he, I'm sure he'll show up at Shot Show or something like that. And, yeah, there'll be lots oh, of NRA. things going on. He yeah. already has the NRA in his bio on the um the Instagram that's like supposed to be his. Okay. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't if anything, I could see him showing up for Shot Show just to be there. Mm-hmm. But I, I I'm done surprising me with NRA. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure the NRA will have him there doing Right. Um, some kind of speaking thing. By the way, shout, shout out to Bandalar. Gave us five bucks. He says destroying a gun should be illegal. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, what what did the gun do? He didn't do anything wrong. The gun definitely didn't do anything wrong on its own. It's, it's an inanimate object, you know? So, um, yeah, that whole thing, that's weird to me. I would like to know, you know, a little bit more about what's going on there. I mean... That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dig into it. We don't have time to actually dig into all that. I wanted to ask Chris, Chris, what classes do you have coming up? And then I'll, I'll go to I'll go to Devin. Really, Let's... for the latter part of the year, I've got mainly permit classes coming up. I've got a couple of one-on-one classes, handgun and rifle, and then I've got a one handgun 201 class left. Um, December, I usually don't plan too much just because I'm trying to – start to get the schedule together and then that's when you know the when my wife and i got married so we've got our anniversary coming up and stuff so i, I try not to do too much in december okay yeah i'm with you on that okay so for the folks out there who've watched or listened to this and they want to get in touch with you figure out how to communicate support you etc how do they do that so south carolina gun or scgunschool.com is the website uh scgs tactical santa on Instagram, the East, the SCGS on Twitter, uh, South Carolina Gun School on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking, this is just a thought that came in my mind. He might, you know, they might not want people to start like trying to seek out this gun or have it become some kind of holy grail or whatever, but don't destroy it. Um, <laughs> uh, just just stash oh. it away somewhere. Don't destroy it. Uh, what, what was that? If they were to put that thing up for sale, it would be ridiculous what people would pay for that thing. Yeah, they I wouldn't. Do it with I, gun. Yeah, I wouldn't do I, that kind of stuff. I don't like, you know. Uh, but yes, and people could do whatever they want. So let me go. Let me go to Devin. Devin, um, what kind? What's what? What do you have on your schedule? What's going on with you guys? Uh, I'm just taking some more classes. Um, I got class 
this upcoming weekend with Ken Scott and Perfectus Group. And then next week, I got a class with KD and no other choice. Um, we are getting ready to launch all of these shows and next big event. Oh, um, I know Ken Scott and one of his homies, China, are working on a, it's called, um, what is it? Sneakers and heaters. So basically, we're, they're going to be collabing the gun culture and the sneakerhead culture together. And um, just collaborating and doing more social events. Yeah. Okay. Personally, that's what I like to see in the Second Amendment culture now is more social events that are uh, just collaborating and merging with other demographics to bring those people in as well. Yeah, and that solidifies the, the culture part of it. Yeah. Yeah. For the sure. The sneaker community is one that definitely needs to be protected with the Second Amendment. Um, that's it's it's cool because that's the world that I really came from. I actually sold probably a hundred some pair of sneakers to start my gun collection. Okay. So respect. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just to start the other collection. So yeah. Yeah. So for the folks out there who want to communicate with you or follow you, where do they go? Trenchwork Chronicles. Um, like before you, um, when you pulled it up, you can Google Trenchwork Chronicles. I'm the only one that comes up um, on YouTube. Instagram, Twitter for now, and that's really it. Um, we should be re-releasing re my podcast this, no, next week, next week. Um, other than that, I just say watch my Instagram page and stay tuned because I'm always doing something. I don't know when I'll be doing it, but I'm always doing something. Yeah. You know how it goes. Absolutely. Make sure you guys check and see what, what kind of chicks showing up on his Instagram. Blessings of being single because I can just get a call and I don't have a wife or anything. So I'd be like, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just yeah, yeah, I'm just jealous, man. That's the only reason. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to run in the end of the show. We're going to come back. Someone's going to drop words of wisdom. Who's going to do it? We, we got to figure that out. But uh, I don't, I don't care. I did it last time, but I don't care. Oh, okay. You did it last time. So Chris, you're going to leave us with words of wisdom. Big thanks to everyone out there for joining us here on Utreon, including the folks at Utreon for always looking out for us and helping us out with this stuff and all the folks out there. If you're listening to this or looking at this on uh, YouTube later on and you're like, how can I get up with these guys live? It's Utreon. U T R E O N. Go look for that. Uh, Who Moved My Freedom podcast is over there with a whole bunch of other people. We're going to get these guys uh, signed up on there as well. Big thanks to Walther Arms for supporting us. We appreciate them. And, and thanks to Chris from SG uh, Gun School for joining us, as well as Devin of Trenchwork Chronicles and a whole bunch of other stuff that he's into because he's young and he's able to do that, you know, while he's young because he's, yeah. you know, I mean, what I'm else? I'm in the shadows. I'm yeah, exactly. Shadows. Let's run in the end. We'll be right back with Chris giving us words of wisdom. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you smash those thumbs ups, arrow ups, all that kind of stuff. Um, big thanks to everyone listening to us on audio. We're on the Firearms Radio Network right now. Uh, shout out to all those new folks who are coming in, the old folks that have been hanging out with us this whole time. Chris, words of wisdom. Uh, you know, I always hit you hard, man. So you can't truly call yourself peaceful unless you're capable of great violence. There you go. Amen. It's a great conversation. 
I had fun talking to you guys tonight. I was tired no, when I came in. No, it's been a great here. conversation, man. <laughs> Time went Y'all like this. Started out with the religion, and I was like, "Oh Lord, here we go, <laughs> here we go." Oh, yeah, off the gate too. <laughs> That's how it goes down sometimes. All right, guys, we'll see you. We're out of here. Peace.